you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well. We've been honored this week, beyond honored, to have our dear friend uh, uh, Vince with us. And uh, Vince, a Marine, husband, father, sinner, all the crazy things in the world that we all could probably name ourselves along the way. He had PTSD. He's talked with us about disorders. He's talked with us about having to be regenerated. He talked with us about forgiveness. He's talked with us about so many different things. And he was just mentioning, you know, like the verse, and he, he had quoted a verse that Kevin had mentioned, I think you said was 117. One nineteen seventy one. talking, go ahead and read that for us, brother. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. Yeah, and there's another verse just like this, brother, that I'm thinking about. Remember where uh, in Psalm where David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. And so talk to us about that, brother. You were just getting going on that. Yeah. How, like, how affliction um, brought you to a great place. Well, I, I think of Psalm 51 where um, David is, you know, he's broken and he's sinned. And uh, God had to come and take him. And like a, a shepherd, when a sheep goes astray, the shepherd will go take that sheep. He'll actually break their legs, then mend the legs, and then... That sh- then that sheep has to stay around that shepherd for a long time while the sh- while the legs were healed. So that way the she- the sheep gets to know the shepherd's voice, and so that's kind of like what he what he's saying here. It's like it's good for me to have been broken. If I didn't if I if I didn't have to go through these hard times, if I wasn't going through regen and God breaking my heart and really just like just pounding me with the scriptures, I would not. I would not have this this joy of knowing the scriptures, of knowing what God wants me to do. Have that peace that hey, you know this is what God wants me to do. I mean, I mean, I'm excited to listen to uh, to listen to preaching. I'm excited to listen to uh, the Word of God. I'm, I'm just like yes, and I'm I'm excited to learn the statutes. What is it? How can I get closer to the Lord? And so that it, it's just a wonderful thing to think about that you know. Yeah, you're going through. It's going to be a hard time. We're all going to go through hard times, but is that hard time bringing you closer, or is it is it driving you farther from the Lord? And the decision is up to you. You have to make that decision. God's not going to make that decision for us. We're going to either going to we have to it's either fight or flight. I'm going to and you're either going to you're going to uh, run away from God and His Scripture, and you're going to run to the world. You're going to run to you know the psychiatrist. So you're going to run to the drugs and the medication and the, and and the uh, and the labels and hide behind the label, or you can fight for your relationship with God, and you can say, "All right, Lord, let's let's go through your scriptures. Let's find what is going on." And um, that's why if you can find a, a, a biblical counselor, a pastor. Or somebody that will take you through the scriptures. Say, all right, let's 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 start digging, and you're going to dig up those roots. You're going to dig up through the heart, and and if you're if you if you can be honest with that person and truly open up yourself. I mean, I I open up myself to people that I never thought I'd said things that I never thought I would say before, and it was like I can't believe I just said that. 
And it just felt liberating to finally get that off my chest. And, and God took that and he gave me that, he gave me that peace. He gave me that freedom. And now when, when he brings some, I mean, and there's still more stuff, more junk in, in, in there. We still, and, we still unload. We have to, yeah. we have to keep unloading stuff. And so, but now, now every time he, he brings it up, it's like, okay, now I got, I got, I got to fix that. I got to work on that. How, how do I fix this Lord? And, and I find scriptures, and I find the, I, 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 I go to a counselor, say, hey, what does this mean? What, what do I have to do here? How do I fix this? And I find ways to get it, get it done. I, wanna, I, I don't want to get back to where I was. And, and so that, that just, uh, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a t- so I guess, you know, I, there's so many questions going through my mind as you're talking, Vince, and, I just want to say, as I, I've told you before, uh, I'm very proud of you and what you've done. It this is a it's a hard road, folks. You know, Vince comes out to a camp, and uh, while we're at camp, I, you know, we start talking, we start getting to know each other, and, and Vince is digging into camp. He's not a he, he's not rolling over. He's listening to the scripture. He's contributing a little bit. He's listening, and this is all part of it. You know, all part of growing. God used a lot of things in Vince's life. But what's the difference today, Vince, thinking about this? So you're dealing with a problem, let's say, in your home. Uh, Your thought pattern four years ago and your thought pattern today on dealing with that problem, what, you know, we don't even got to get into what a problem may be. We all have 100 of them a month, you know. What's the difference in the thought pattern now? Back then, I would just go off of instinct go off of what I thought was right, what I thought was, okay, this is, um, this is just how it's going to be. This is what I think is right. This is what I think, you know, this is what I was taught. This is how I was raised. This is, you know, this is yeah. And, um, and a lot of secular thinking. Now I'm always trying to think, okay, what, what does the Bible have to say? Yeah. What, how, how can I, how can I do this the right way? And, there are some times where I just like I just shut up, I just you know, um, I just I just keep my mouth shut because I know I don't have the right answer. I know that. So you I, process things. I differently. process things differently. Yeah. yeah. So everybody processes things. I always tell people. I told Kevin this. If somebody tells me they're processing something, I feel good about that. You know, if somebody tells me, "Man, my life's a mess. It's all this." And they, I'm not processing, I'm not, you don't hear any of those other things, I worry. But the difference is now you're processing things. Yeah. And your, pro, your filter's different now, right? Yeah, quick to hear, slow to speak. Yeah. And, and you're filtering things through what God has taught you through those lessons that uh, you've been through in life. And I mean, you can somehow, uh, it sounds to me like God has put together, um, uh, put you in a great place to help people. Because honestly, until you... You know, there's things we go through in life that doesn't automatically qualify us to do anything. Yeah, I can finally, I, I, I can admit, I don't know. Yeah. If I, I say someone at the word, I don't know, I can, I can find out for you. I can yeah. show you someone 
who does know this. Um, and so it's, I, I don't know how to help it. I don't know how to solve this problem. And that's what so, I love about what Pastor Miller did for you. So when we talk about Pastor Miller, we're talking about Tony Miller, longtime pastor of uh, Moningside Baptist Church, still goes there. He's our pastor emeritus. He just, uh, we usually comes on around New Year's, so he may surprise us next week, and he gives us words of wisdom there for a while. He's preaching Christmas Eve. Yeah, he preaches Christmas Eve at Morning. our church. Yeah. And I, I always love that. He, he always preaches for about an hour. He's just, just yeah. a dear brother. He, he <laughs> he's preaches. old school. Yeah, yeah, he's old school. Um, but Vince, you know, I'm thinking about these different things and process and things. And what would you say to somebody who's in the steep of it? I mean, they were, uh, they are where you were. Um, and they're just feeling overwhelmed. They're just feeling the world's crashing in on them. There's, uh, you know. There's a lot of stuff they got to go through. What would you say to them? I would say there is hope. Yeah, there, that's big. And the hope is in is in Jesus. My hope is in my hope is Jesus. I mean, you can you can try to find it in uh, in medication, and and there are there are some, some cases, people need that. Yeah, there are some yeah. cases that need it, um, but. A lot of times, and there's studies that show that the, um, that placebos work better than the actual uh, depression medication. Mm. And so, um, if you're on it, stay on it. Talk to your doctor. Yeah, um, I gotta make that disclaimer. But there, there is hope. You don't, and it's in the scriptures. It's in Christ. If you can find a biblical counselor, find one. Reach yeah. out. Uh, reach out to Doug. And, uh, and wounded spirits, uh, go to woundedspirits.com. Uh, look yeah. at, the, watch the videos that we did. They're incredible. It'll help you. Um, and just there, you can just reach out, find hope, find find a pastor. Say, Pastor, I need. What What does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about that? And just just start digging. Yeah, there's so much, and I I like that Ben said mentioned the videos that are out there. Helpful wounded spirits TV series. <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, dig into all that. We're going to come back. We're going to continue to talk about Vince, what his ministry is going to be looking like, things that are going on in his life. I want you to know as he finishes college, he's in his last, uh, he's getting ready to start next week, the week after, getting ready to start his last semester of college and uh, looking at coming into the ministry, working with the church, working with us. God may put that together this summer uh, coming up. Who knows? But uh, I do know there's a lot to learn. So we want to talk about what Vince uh, thinks he has, uh, you know, thinks what his ministry is going to look like. I, I love his humility. I love what he's talking about. Folks, uh, I think uh, uh, Vince is in a place of grace. We're going to talk about that when we come back, what that looks like, what a place of grace is, and, uh, and and how we get there. I think Vince is a very good pitcher for all of us. So hang in there. Let's let the radio stations do what they have to do, and we'll be right back with you. Don't go anywhere. return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements.
as I've been listening to Vince, I've been I've been stuck on chapter one of the book of Philippians these last couple of days, yesterday and, and this morning. And as I was looking at this, I came to this point in Philippians chapter one and verse twenty four. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. So me living, me having a life is more needful. I need to be that person in a lifetime that makes a difference. And he goes on in verse 25 and says, and having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you for the furtherance of your joy and faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me coming to you again. And uh, so he stops there and he said, you know, Vince, I think your life and the way you live in your life and the things you've been through are, are helping with my joy the abundance of joy. I think that I think we're seeing in you uh, what the Apostle Paul is telling the church there at Philippi, who's, you know, Paul's in jail. This is a prison epistle. He's got a pretty good idea that he's not making it out of here. We know that uh, uh, <clears throat> Paul's in, in prison there in Rome a couple times. We know this is a, he's writing the church at Philippi. And uh, we believe he actually got out for like a day or two, got thrown back in. We, he dies toward the end of this, and he's talking about furtherance. Well, here we are, Vince. We're, we're not in prison. Um, as far as we know, uh, we're all going to die, but as far as we know, there's nothing killing us this week or this year, God willing. Um, but what does your ministry look like? I mean, what is uh, gathering all this plus going through college to learn how to be a biblical counselor to help people to come up alongside of people? How do you see uh, a ministry doing this type of thing? What does it look like to you? Just helping people. Yeah. That's, that, uh, that's what I want. That's what I want to do. I want to. I, I want to help people and show them that you know the the scriptures are sufficient enough to to get you through any problem, and to teach them where to go, to show them where to go. Um, there, there was a time when I went to a man of God and I asked him. I was, you know, about my struggles, and he just kind of it's just you know just read your Bible and pray, and you'll figure it out. Like. You know, no, that's not what I asked you. You got some. Not everybody can, you know, just you know, go out and just search the scriptures. Um, and so, my ministry is wherever it is. It's just to to, sp to spread the gospel, to witness to people, show people about about Christ, either in salvation or even after salvation. And um, uh, Jesus doesn't. He, he he's not there just for salvation. He's there for the rest of the time. And um, we, we've been talking about disorders, about how uh, disorders make you uh, abnormal. And the only disorder really that is abnormal is sin. Yeah. And because it's abnormal to abnormal to God and uh, in heaven. And so that's what we got to preach. We got to preach the disorder of sin and how uh, God does not allow it into heaven. And uh, the only cure is the gospel, is Christ. And if you look in the DSM and you see, you know, all these disorders, there's no cure. There's no medical test. There's no. There's nothing there that that can cure these um, these uh, disorders. And so, but sin, there is a cure, and it, it has been cured. And once you're saved, you are no longer underneath that curse you are no longer uh you're not no longer prisoner to that sin and to that disorder you're no longer prisoner to that yes it as you said it, it's it becomes part of us but it's not going to it can't it's, it, we decide how it affects us and so that's what that's what the ministry is going to be it's going to be teaching people that 
you can live a life out in freedom and with joy and peace. And no matter what degree of uh, post-traumatic stress you have, because everybody has it, it just it just determines how much how what degree you have. I mean, you went yeah. through a far greater trauma than mm-hmm. I did, but at the same time, we had the same scriptures, right? And we had this. You got the same junk, and you never know. I I love the way you started the conversation, and and you said just helping people, right where they are. You know, that's what and, you did with me. Yeah, and and folks, I think that um, I think sometimes, you know. Our brother Vince talked about a, a man of God or, or, or a preacher that he went to or counselor. It doesn't matter. But um, he made the mistake that I think I've made before. I think a lot of people have made before uh, where they say things like, well, just sit under the preaching. Just open the word of God. Just do these things. Folks, there's more to it than that. I mean, Paul just didn't tell people to sit down and shut up. He dealt with issues. He dealt with things. He talked about being part of the furtherance of the gospel. He talked about loving people. He talked about the abundance of joy. Uh, John talked about the peace that passeth all understanding. I mean, uh, that place of grace. I said we'd talk about that when we came back. And, and and there's a place that happens in life, and I'm feeling it with Vince. I think he's there. It took me years, uh, I think more years than it took Vince to get there. But you get to a place of grace. And uh, Lee Robertson years ago, and I think Clarence Sexton talked about the place of grace where you get to a place in life where you realize that the grace of God will get you through and you'll be able to help people, and it's more important than other things. And I kind of think that's where you're at right now, Vince. I think you're in that place of grace. Uh, you're ready to go. So you got a semester left. So what do your classes look like that you're up against coming into January here? Oh, I got um, <clears throat> counseling practicum or uh, capstone, counseling capstone. I got uh, another um uh, Bible doctrines two. Um, I have a essential science class, which I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> which you held on to the last semester. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's at four o'clock, so it's right. Oh, it's going to be yeah. Those are going to be the doldrums. Um, but uh, a few counseling classes, and uh, so it it's like the meat of the my degree, and um, really get to focus on the counseling and. Um, right now, I just I really have to um, train myself to focus on this semester because now I'm uh, I, I see the light at the tunnel. And it's hard when it's you see hard. the light. Yeah, and, it's hard you know, to slow I'm, down. Yeah, I'm, 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 <sighs> seeing, I'm hearing all these you know where all these places you're going, and I'm seeing all these things happening. I'm like. I'm stuck at school. <laughs> well, and I feel like I'm stuck in a cage. I'm like a dog stuck in a cage. I can't wait to get out. And yeah. I can't wait to get in there. I can't wait to start, you know, really seeing. I know it's going to be hard. I'm not I'm not going in with rose-colored glasses. Right. I know. I mean, I'm probably going to make a ton of mistakes at the beginning. So if I'm counseling you in the beginning, I'm sorry. In <laughs> um, but I, kn- I know that. If, if I can just show people God's grace and show people that God loves them, that's all I got to do. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, you know, as we go through life, as we go through school, as Vince finishes up, and it'll be a blink of the eye. It won't be while he's in the middle of it. You know that first, that midterm on essential science. As he's figuring out matter and atoms and all those oh. things, he's going he's gonna to want to uh, put his head through a wall. But I think, you know, I, I never took a class in college or seminary uh, where I didn't come out and say I was better for it. 
I mean, and uh, so I, I think Vince, you know, you've been through these things. You're, you're, uh, you've come out the other end. I think you're in the place of grace. Um, and, and again, we have people here, um, that, that are listening to us that are, they're either in the midst of a battle, uh, they're just entering a battle, stuck in the middle of a battle, coming out of a battle. You told them, uh, well, you got hope. Remember you got hope through Christ. You got this, uh, how would you tell folks to heal things? You, one of the things that you mentioned that you went through with your regeneration course was as you came out of that, you found a place to forgive to seek forgiveness, to talk to people about forgiving them. Uh, how would somebody start that? How would somebody who's not there, not where you're at, what, what, how do they start something like that? How do they go to somebody and say, I messed up? Well, first you have to admit that you're wrong. That's yeah. the hardest part. <clears throat> and, you know, the pride, if you, can, if you can admit that, yes, I was wrong, I did wrong, then after that, then God, then God gives, God will give you the grace to go to that person. I've had to make amends to some people that I didn't really care for. I didn't like this person. I didn't, you know, yeah. and so I went up to him and I apologized. And after that, after I got that forgiveness, I felt free. I felt good. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And so first, first is admitting, swallowing the pride, and then you'll be good. Folks, we love you. It's been great being with Vince. Thank you, Vince. You've made a difference in our lives. And folks, if we can do anything to help you, get a hold of us. Continue to pray for Kevin, uh, his whole family with the situation with his mom. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.